Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants. Jim the Keys, bartender, coming to you for episode 148. 148. Episode I know the music 148. was... 148. 148. That music Highest topic. form of flattery. No. No. Pukey Suzanne. Well, Pukey, Pukey Suzanne is what you're going to name the episode? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's well, much more, there's I think a change Pukey, order in place. I think Pukey Suzanne is uh, much more compelling. Okay. Because it's imitation. Uh, the highest form of fl- uh, flattery is imitation. That's very true. And uh, I'm sorry, not gonna you're going to imitate Pukey Suzanne? I can. Are you going to uh, vomit? Well, uh, Pukey Suzanne was a compatriot of Don Canary and Jeanette. The woman had her false teeth stolen by her boyfriend and held hostage. <laughs> and I wrote, I wrote, I wrote two radio plays, two radio plays, um, and it, yeah, yeah, it happened. It happened at the thing, uh, at this one of the times when her teeth were stolen. Because I had several run-ins with, uh, and Don Canary's a real person. That's his real name. Yes. Uh, there was a stripper. It l- seemed like a stripper giving a lap dance to a guy in a wheelchair on the street behind the woman, telling me her teeth were stolen. Outside, I'm trying to process. Imagine trying to process a lady telling you her teeth were stolen, held hostage for a sum of money. Turns out by her boyfriend. I didn't know that. And. Over her left shoulder, there's a woman look like she what used to be a stripper maybe 30, 40 years ago, and then all the crack got a hold of it and something. And she decides to take her uh, her skills out on the street. I heard stories about people stealing other people's prosthetics. Yeah, like, like legs and stuff like yeah, that. This guy did teeth? it for money. This is for drug money yeah. and stuff like that. Well, Suzanne was a roommate. Who's going to buy this? Suzanne teeth? was a roommate. And supposedly, guy said, you know, years ago, those women, and I thought he was going to say, were hot, weren't as bad. <laughs> that was a high form. They weren't as bad as that. They were all right. That was it. I said, years ago? Yeah. He said, 40 years ago. And they were young. They were in their 20s. I said, holy shit. They were only seven, eight years older than me. Seventy-eight years old. I'm not saying I'm that. I know I don't look like these guys over here. I'm pointing to two young men, but yes. I do not. I did not look like Don Canary and Jeanette. And I'm not saying that. Come on, at least I'm not this, right? You know that. <laughs> that's a hard basis. But Pukey Suzanne, she come in and order a, a martini and stuff like that. And this happened twice. And I gave her a martini, and she's sitting at the bar, and she says, "Oh, I just love martinis." She's drinking a bummer, and all of a sudden, I seen her head go down. And she got sick. And it's in the middle of the day. We don't have any, you know, bussers and stuff. So I cleaned it up. And she goes, oh, I don't know what's the matter. I must have the flu and all that stuff. And, and I said, okay, well, I'm not going to serve you anymore. So the next time she came in, same exact thing happened. And I said, this is months later. I said, this is not the flu. She goes, it must be the medication. And said, so what kind of medication is that? She goes, a medication where you're not supposed to drink with it. I said, 
what kind of medication you're not supposed to drink with. I mean, a lot of medication you're not supposed to drink with. Right. Well, no, it's, it's medication to prevent drinking. It was put onto her by the courts so she wouldn't drink. And she didn't even, oh, my God. And, and she wanted another drink after that, and I told her no. And then she, um, and you know what happened? Abby came in, and, she, and Abby drove her home. My, my wife came in to say hi, and she made her drive in. I said, did she puke in your car? Because she puked every time. It was every time she was puking in the bar. In the bar. Oh. Not making it to the bathroom. And I was just cleaning it up. And I said, you, I said you, you know, once puke once, fool me once. Puke, puke twice. Shame on me. Yeah, well. See? If I serve you again, I'm never going to serve you again. No. You puke twi- twice. Now, go to, if you're smart enough to make it into the bathroom, you could probably make it like six, seven times. But puking in the bar. You think twice you're going to be able to do that? Pukey Suzanne. Pukey Suzanne. Okay. And then and we all know what happened, Jeanette. She passed away, and then Don Canary came and cleaned out all uh, remaining money and pills and went on a party after his what? And he says, you don't know what it's like. He told me, sitting there crying with his beer, you don't know what it's like laying next to your girlfriend who's dead. And they go, what are you doing laying next to your girlfriend who's dead? Well, I thought she was sleeping really heavy. I know that's morbid. But this was going to happen anyway. When you're living with pills and drinking and stuff like that, that's all they were doing. That's what was going to happen. And she was living it. And this guy was, he was uh, like having a party with whatever medication was left over. And he finally got kicked out of the house and all this stuff. He was, he was going through everything. People are so weird. Yeah. But that's pukey Suzanne. Pukey and that's Suzanne. part of Key Largo. So you know what I want to transition to for a second? I want to talk about birthdays. Okay. Because we've been talking about this. That's another topic about how some birthdays are a big deal and others not so much, right? Like your 18th birthday, your 21st birthday, big deal, right? 25th up until birthday. The time you're 60, I mean, up until the time you're, what we did, breaking down, what, big birthdays. Big birthdays, right? So 21st birthday, you can Every drink. Every time after the 12th. 20, 20, well, 18th birthday, technically you're an adult, you can vote. 15, no, you're a teenager. Yep, you're a teenager. So then 15, you got. 15, you're going to, 15, you're. 15, you can get your to 20, drivers, four, well, um, half, three halfway quarter. to 20, really, math. <laughs> and Jim's strong suit is math, if anybody ten, hasn't. I read from 10, <laughs> 10 to 15. Okay. You're a child before, and then you're a tween. Right. You're a tween from 10 to 12, and then. 13, you're a teenager, and 19, you're not a teenager anymore. You turn 20, and then uh, 20, bah, you know, yeah. 20 years, ah, I can't drink. Oh, that fucking sucks. Right, okay, 21. so then 21, obviously. You know, yep. Everybody has their crazy 21st, like yeah. my twins who are sitting here had their crazy 21st last year. And then uh, you hit 25, and you can now actually rent a car without having to put down a cash deposit at a dollar car rental place, right? That's arbitrary, isn't it? And then then what? There's then, when you got, then you got 30, 30. 30, then you 30, 40. which is, I mean, you know, for women, they, it's a big thing of lying about, right? This is my 10th, 30th birthday. Yeah. I mean, or you're just like saying, oh, you're making me do the math. Oh, or I'm, okay, I'm turning 30 with 15 years. Well, I 10 to your 30th birthday. Why yeah. can't you just say 40? Yeah. So there's some, like, I didn't like 27. That irritated me, and 33 bothered me, but now I just don't care anymore. But, and I'm not a big deal about, like, celebrating my birthday. But it's a, when it, I'm 55, and it's holy shit. When you get up there and you go, 55, 55 years around the sun. <laughs> around the fucking sun. Right. You know, so a, a, a thousand years ago, boy. We have a I'm mutual a acquaintance that what? celebrates every one of her birthdays over the top. And they do and it for a week? I mean, like, constantly. It's crazy. 
So if you turn, you turn to 27, we were all invited. 28, oh, it's a big party. 29, again. 30, oh, that should have been her big one. And then when she turned 31, she sent like this mass text message to all of us about what her colors were be, would be and what we were all supposed She's to wear. She's like a third world dictator. You know what I mean? Or El Chapo. El Chapo, her. you know? <laughs> like every time you have a birthday, they got to give me a big fucking pinata. I want a yeah. disco ball. Yeah. All the drinks. So I get more joy out of my mother's birthdays. Because I get to rub it in that yep. she's just old, right? And yesterday was my mother's 70, 71st birthday. I saw a picture. The picture you showed me? How, well, how, the picture how that I showed you was actually a, from Mother's Day. How long ago? Six years ago, about five, when I first moved here, I sent her a bunch of things for Mother's so Day. So she was 66. She was, yeah. And uh, See, now this, this woman, I have tortured her on her 50th birthday. We bought her a new hip. On her 60th, I threw a giant party. Right. Well, actually, you bought her a new hip. I bought her a new hip when she turned 50. When she turned 40, though, backing up, I, we rented a hot air balloon and stuck it in the backyard and it lit up the two neighborhoods of Minneapolis like it was daylight. Wait, <laughs> yes, this is my mom. So I like to. What do you mean her. Wait, a hot air balloon? A hot air balloon that sticks in your yard, you know, like like those uh, floaty uh, like, you know, if you rent it lights up. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a big giant like it had a fan at the bottom. It would blow to keep it up like a blow up house. Yeah. yeah like a. Like a like a bounce house, but it was a big hot air how balloon. How high up was it? Like <clears throat> oh, how God, taller than the house was. Really? That's Absolutely. So <laughs> you you could just see that it looked like daylight everywhere, and and uh, of course on the top of it we had them put like custom signs that they velcro on, yeah. and it was like Gloria is over the hill, and yeah. we had a Grim Reaper on it. It was terrible, but <clears throat> every year I just enjoy torturing my mother on her birthday or any holiday for that matter. So the picture I sent you, which you'll probably post on there, is when uh, I sent her, I shopped online yeah. to her neighboring nursery. It was called Bachman's. And they advertised that it had a 14-inch tomato plant. And I thought, how cute was that? My mom loves tomato plants. So I figured it was going to be 14 inches tall and she could you sit on her You should have known that desk. when we were talking about a plant. Right. Because I the had plants, they don't have an exact, well, it's not an exact science to height. This the is. 14, I, I know, I work for a flower shop. Right. That when they talk about that, they're talking about the size of the pot. Well, I had no idea and I have a black thumb. My sister would have corrected me if I would have consulted yeah. her on it. Although, so my specific instructions were to the delivery people were put it right in front of her door. Because I was so afraid oh, yeah. that she was not going to see this little teeny foot tall, you know. When's her birthday? Her birthday was yesterday. Well, wait, isn't it dangerous? Put, uh, uh, wouldn't it, the, the plant yeah, freeze? Well, oh, yes, you would think so, right? So that, that leads into the birthday stuff that I just mm. sent her yesterday. Although when I sent her the tomato plant, of course, it was not 14 inches tall. The pot was 14 inches wide, and the plant was 5 feet tall, and my mother is 5 feet tall, and she could not move the plant to get into her house. Uh -huh. And she ended up opening all the other stuff that was in her Amazon boxes that I sent her as well, which was a mum, like a mum of plant, because I, she's my mum. Oh. And then I sent her a fart whistle because my mom's obsessed with anything that has to do with farts or poops. She thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. So it's like a whoopee cushion, but it's like a little blower. And you so stick she's it in like Benny Hill fan. She's, she's terrible. Yeah, I mean, they love that. But it's, she's hilarious. So I also sent her a mug, a coffee mug that says, I love how we don't have to say out loud that I'm your favorite child. Uh -huh. So she sent me a selfie stuck outside of her front door because she couldn't get in because of the five foot mm -hmm. tomato plant. Holding the mum, holding the fart whistle in her mouth with this mug, and she was like, "You are a little fucker. Your siblings are on their way over here." Oh, and, and she can't get in her and house. And I can't and get in my house. Wait and I until have to get there. And, and of course, her. the mug that says, "I'm her favorite child." 
And I laughed at her. I said, you know, uh, it, they all know that I'm your favorite, so it's no big deal. Do you really <laughs> want to try to do that again <laughs> if you're going to? Uh, so. Don't say. Yesterday. You did? I had a, f- a, a six-foot-tall palm tree sent to her house mm-hmm. because she lives in Minneapolis and it's been constantly snowing for like 11 days straight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I sent her a palm tree <laughs> that was much too big to fit through her door. <laughs> and I put a note on it that just said, these are the same palm trees I have in my yard just in case you miss the warm weather. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked her, are you going to be home? And she said, oh, I'll be home. I'll be home. So I get the email notification that it had been delivered. Uh-huh. And I texted her. I said, Mom, did you get your surprise? Uh-huh. And she goes, I don't know. I'm at the movies. And I'm like, shit. You know, she told me she was going to be there. And I sent a palm tree to the cold weather sitting in four feet of snow. Like, what the heck? So she tells me that her neighbor guy went and got the plant. He brought the plant and over to, to the house? To his house until she got home. He carried a six-foot palm tree he over He did. There? And, and I, th- I don't know how old this guy is. I mean, I, if I had to guess, I'd say 84. Four ninety-four. Holy shit! So he texts. Up there. He texts my mom or calls her. I don't know yeah. while she's at the movie theater, and lets her know that he just got the pot plant mm-hmm. <laughs> off of her step because he thought that her horrible daughter, her favorite child, sent her a pot plant. Oh, this guy thought he that pot plant. Well, it was wrapped in plastic, so he couldn't really tell what it was. He could see the leaves, but he couldn't tell. So he's laughing hysterically. Thinking that I sent my mother a pot plant. It's illegal in Minnesota? Even though I don't think so. Do you have medical marijuana? Medical in there? Okay, yeah, okay my children say yes. I doubt it. So, but on the outside of it, it's called a royal palm potted. So he sees oh, potted, and he, of course, tells potted. my mom that I, I sent this pot plant. Oh, you should send her next. You know what you should send to his house? Potted meat. <laughs> That would fucking, here we go, so potted meat, and goes, oh, your daughter sent me potted meat. So I, I sent you another selfie of or mom. Or pie pie. Because now. Send him pie pie. Pot pie. I could send him pot pie. He's going to think there's pot in it. Um, she got it into her entryway, and it would hit it hit the ceiling, but she, it was too big. She couldn't move it into her living room. So she's laughing at me like, I can't believe you sent me this seven-foot-tall pot plant or whatever. And I sent her another mug, because I always do that. And the mug, of course, is a coffee mug, and it says, this will make me poop. Oh. <laughs> because she likes anything that has to do with farts and poop. It's funny that it, uh, with the, um, I like that. I like that idea. And uh, when it comes to when you when you brought that up to me, started mentioning it to me, uh, Abby told me, you know, it's funny you have this thing because she's from Poland. Yes. Everyone knows that there's a stereotype where years ago, they don't do it as much anymore. Polish jokes. When I was a kid, it was all Polish yeah, jokes. Yeah, there was a lot of them. Not anymore because a lot people realized, well, because it was communist Poland and stuff like that, you didn't get interact right. with people straight from Poland and stuff like that. People always made fun of the last group that emigrated and something. They were one of the later ones. Mm-hmm. Um, they said in Poland, though, their stereotype of an American is someone that just farts all the time. <laughs> and they said in Poland, that's not a big deal over there. And I said, are you fucking kidding me with all the beets, cabbage, and <laughs> shit you eat? You're f- you got it in beer and vodka. You got to be farting up a storm right. over there. You're just like, oh well, we don't fart as much as Americans. Well, Americans maybe do with the greasy foods and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. But you got, I mean, we have to be in a parody with that. And the Chinese because they eat cabbage. The Irish, holy shit, that's a lot of cabbage. The beer. And I the have camp. a fart app on my phone. 
where like if you fart and then and you want to find out. Abby's actually offended, cool. you know. Um, it, it sounds like a lot of vagina. Remember a lot of vagina? <laughs> a lot of vagina. vagina. Oh, Did you fart before me? Did you fart before me? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was your turn, baby. <laughs> How dare you break wind before oh, me? Oh, break wind. Oh, okay. <laughs> before me. <laughs> I, uh, uh, you know, when you talked about the uh, hot air balloon or the balloon. Yes, the balloon. Uh, I was at a party. And it was uh, near the 4th of July. It was, um, they had a bunch of tents. And stuff like that. And they had these Chinese lanterns that were going to light it. Oh. It was on a lake. <gasps> and they were all fucking stoned. And then one guy was on mushrooms. And they had, like, uh, people's tents and stuff. And they were all grouped up. It was this, it's someone's backyard along the Chamonix Creek. It's right outside Philadelphia. It was a pretty cool, cool thing. You can actually go um, do a little tubing there when the water was high and all that stuff. They hang out in the water. And uh, at night, what happened is one of the people... When they started lighting the chain, they didn't check to see. There was a whole bunch of things. They didn't tell people exactly how they worked. It was well way before people knew how to use them. There's a little uh, square piece of burnable m- material that's hanging uh, at the bottom of the the paper balloon, and that it would you light it, and the emissions from the burning would fill the lantern, and it would float. Right? You seen them go up? You ever yeah, seen those? Yeah. Okay. Well, someone had it, Those and are cool. they didn't quite get buoyant, and I guess there was a downdraft, and it pushed it into a tent, and it collapsed the top of it, and the tent caught on fire, and uh, four tents burn, burn up, <laughs> and uh, I was sleeping back. <laughs> You're just watching it, Oops. and you hear people screaming and stuff like that, and we thought someone was inside one of them. And that's like fucking plastic. Oh. And we're thinking it's like uh, there. It turned out there were people screaming on the other side. Yeah. Because their shit was inside. Yeah, because they were mad. And this was prior to um, the widespread use of cell phones and stuff like that. You had those, uh, one of the guys, the young guy said there was, he had a, a Zach Morris cell, uh, cell phone. Uh, I didn't know what that was. A Zach but Morris? Zach Morris was uh, a character in a show called Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah. And that cell phone looked like a, World War Two fucking radio, like the big giant, yeah, the the ones that was yeah. like it doubled as yeah, a yeah, weapon yeah, as well as a go <laughs> like, a, oh yeah, I'm gonna, get, <laughs> I want you to drop ordinance on my position, and shit like that. So that I love the hijinks of your mom and stuff like that. I, I love, I, I love. I, I send my dad Omaha steaks and stuff like that. You know how so how mom, cool though? Mom's a, pi- a pajama gram or something like, like that. you know what the the logo is for like straight out of Compton, mm-hmm. right? Everybody knows yeah. what that looks like, the block letters, the black and the white. Yeah. So I got her a shirt two years ago that said Straight Out of 1948, and she didn't really know that it was from Straight Out of Compton, and she wore that thing all over the place, and she got so many compliments on really? the shirt. Because, of course, everybody looks at it, they're like, that's Straight Out of Compton, but nope, Straight that's Out of 1948. That's cool, with the rough edges on the bottom? It, it was just hilarious. She yeah. wore the shirt, and she was telling me, all she calls me Maynard, because I'm her nerd. Mm-hmm. So she's like, Maynard, everybody loves my shirt. This thing is great. I love my shirt. Why May? Maynard, I just, because I'm a nerd, I'm the and nerd. What's the May part? It's just a way to call me something other oh, than a Maynard, nerd, I, I guess, Maynard. Born in May. No, no, I'm March. But yes, oh. I would, otherwise I would be March nerd. I don't know if that works out so well. Maynard, Maynard But Maynard, works. she calls me Maynard, and so does my brother. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Everybody, no. they all do. While, uh, while we're on this, uh, w- uh, after that, um, we were talking on a previous episode about uh, curved penises. Y- we like were. That. You know, it's funny how we talk about my mother and then we start going into curved penises. Hi, Mom, by the way. Happy belated birthday. Yeah, and, 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 and working <laughs> in a bar, and working in a bar, you, you, you kind of, you can look at people and say, are they 
these people are still fucking. They're not fucking. They haven't fucked in a long time. Blah, blah, blah. You can see that in people? When I had this thing. I look at them and say like that. They haven't seen each other's private parts and shit like that. So uh, the guy from Tampa. <laughs> Damon's over the here guy, uh, nodding yeah, and agreeing. There's a, uh, what was the n- name of the football player uh, in the new Genix commercial? The Big Hurt. The Big Hurt. Well, he was a running back. He's a beefy African American man. He's a very affable, friendly. Oh, this yeah, this is the guy that does the Nugenics test- commercial. Yeah, the t- testosterone supplements, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And first, he's like in a gym, and guys watch him work out and stuff like that. Or a woman is watching him and go, "Boy, you seem to have a lot of vigor." Well, I used to be tired and all that stuff, but I found testosterone p- replacement Nugenics. It helps me with my strength, endurance, uh, building muscle, and it does help. And the ladies like it, too. Like that. And she's like or smiling. something like that. I'm paraphrasing. I know that. <laughs> but then they do an episode where he's giving a news conference. And that would be really inappropriate if you think about it. You're standing there doing a he, – he, he's – it is. That's what it is. It's really inappropriate because he's looking at it and he says, um, listen, it does the same thing. And there's the reporters writing it down. And the ladies like it, too. And they're going, oh, yes. <laughs> you know, they're getting all wet. You know? <laughs> yeah, look at you. You're big and strong. You know? I mean, I'd say it's like a beginning of a porno or something like that. Going, You want to see? You want to see what happens? Yeah, let me show you. Let me show you. I can squeeze one out right now. Come up here, young lady. Come here. Yeah, that's uh, Hold but on to the this. last episode was about <laughs> misogyny, and I guess that maybe doesn't help me any. But it doesn't. It was. It, it does. Um, it does seem to be a lot. It, it used to be uh, the Wood, Mr. Edward, uh, whatever the um, the commercial when the Viagra first came out. That oh. was a big deal. And now there's other. Uh, there's a, uh, a mu- two magi- uh, magicians, and he has a his wand. He pulls his wand out, and it goes. <laughs> it drops down <laughs> like a fucking pasta after you had it 10 minutes in there. It just goes, Who's it says, and the guy comes up, another musician comes up with a hat and cape, an older guy goes, your wand not working correctly? <laughs> he goes, try to, try don't to worry, it happens a lot when you've been. <laughs> it happens <laughs> to everyone. It happens don't to everyone. <laughs> like that. And you go, you know, I'm going to be candid right now. Okay. It happened when I was young. After just like well, there was probably it outside when I was young. circumstances. And people don't understand. Uh, it happened when I was young. When you get older, you know biologically that's what happens. It happens when you drink a lot. Yeah, I was just gonna say, was it whiskey, Dick? Oh, uh, one. Oh God, I landed a. Well, this. Sorry. Is, uh, I'm gonna reaffirm Pat McGee and stuff, I, and get in trouble with Abby. <laughs> I was on it. Um, there was this. Um, a, when I used to work, uh, when I. Between the military and the government service, I worked at a circuit board company, was a salesman, and there was this great, I used to get my hair cut across the street, these hot girls used to run this hair salon, I'd go and get my hair cut in there and talk to them, and they were real fawning over me, nice, and they said, oh, I think you'd like my friend, Megan, she uh, she works at this photography studio, and I ended up taking her out on a great date, we, we, it was Christmas time. We went to a place called the Brick Hotel in Newtown, Pennsylvania, where they filmed the movie, the uh, Mel Gibson movie, Signs. Oh, creepy. Signs. They filmed it in there. It was like that. They filmed it in there. Uh, it was Newtown, Pennsylvania, and it's beautiful downtown Main Street area, and they had this Brick Hotel. And in the bar area, they had a jazz trio. I actually paid the, the uh, jazz trio to play 
uh, the Peanuts Christmas song. Dun, 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 yeah. dun. We're having a good time having drinks. And then we go in and we I eat venison or pheasant or whatever and stuff. It, um, and it was a great dinner. And I actually couldn't drank too much. Wow. And mm. that, holy crap, that was sad. Well, oh, no, it wasn't uh, like that. It, it was just, just never. Never. Uh, uh, that's when it was like. Uh, 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 it's like a car night started. <laughs> and it didn't happen. I go, fuck, man. I knew it was over. I'm going to sleep and get up and go and leave. Last date. Last date. Oh, no. Yeah. And it gave me the whole opportunity. Had a whole opportunity there. And she wasn't going to hear it again. I said, well, a repeat re- performance, you may have been. Nah, she probably wouldn't have been pleasantly. I was going <laughs> to say, you may have been pleasantly surprised. And I go, uh, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. Ah, <laughs> uh, I realize that. But um, that's why I thought about the eugenics thing and stuff. What the hell? With all these, like, uh, AIDS, uh, a resurgence of these things we were supposed to have vaccines for. I mean, mumps is coming back. Measles and stuff like Everything we can fight. Cancer. All these things that medical... Science can address. Matter of fact, uh, I think they're going to actually come up with a. They'll probably have a cure for AIDS by 2030, within Honestly, 10 years. With and the they co- can manage with it right the now. the cocktail that they have I now. know, but they actually have. I mean, forget about the cocktail. Talk about curing it and bring it down to where it's virtually not in. That's great. But they have all this. Um, and this is a guy saying, this is my non massaging, all the freaking boner pills. Right. So 70, 80-year-old guys can get yeah. hard on. And the, yeah, which is and you weird because they can um, still and, like, we father did have children. A, I'm not going to insult the people up at the villages because they downloaded a whole crapload of episodes up there. They have a lot of STDs up there. I have a weird question, you though. Like, okay, that? well, HPV is a big thing, especially in the older community, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. which is causing cancer like yeah, crazy yeah. in men, yeah. Yes, actually. Um, but <laughs> so with... With with the older men, if I mean if your stuff doesn't work anymore, maybe it maybe it shouldn't. Like women women stuff expires, then it doesn't work anymore, and then therefore you can't reproduce any longer. Well, part of it is your lifestyle. All right, but I mean like lifestyle, you, an eighty five year old guy. I know, I know me. When I'm fit, more things. Or I, I, expel. Right. I don't know how to say that. Right. Uh, well, I don't know. But if you were to say, okay, an 85-year-old guy that has to take pills to get his business up, okay, how strong are those? That? How well, strong are those things actually what, swimming? What, no, but what if if, but if they come, if there comes a cure for aging, do we not? Do we say we don't address it? A cure for aging? Yeah. But Let's if say they stop, stop what, what people call it entropy. It's a breakdown. The cells stop working. You stop replacing. You stop replacing the new cells and things. Like that. That's where you have the accumulation of damage. That's what aging is, right? I mean, right. if I explain correctly, it's the accumulation of damage that y- your body's not. When so you're growing, <coughs> you're at, when you're growing, you're it's fine. The, the recovery. It's a, I, I don't know when it happens. At 25, 30, it's right. It's a a long, slow decline, and it it's, it's the ability for envi- yourselves to reproduce yeah, themselves, right? And and probably evolutionary makes sense because you don't want you don't want everyone to live like one of those big ass turtles, you know, two hundred fifty years. <laughs> Imagine getting married when you're thirty years old, and uh, 
Oh, we just, uh, the, the day when you get married and 30 years old, they came up on the news and said, we can get a human being, we can get every human being to live at least 250 years ago. Fuck you, I'm getting divorced. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no one, marriage will be dead. Marriage will be dead once a bulk of the population lives past 100. Marriage will be gone. Because marriage started when people, you think about it, um, people got married in their teens or 20s, and otherwise they were called spinsters or confirmed bachelors. Yep. A lot, uh, 30 to 40% of women died during childbirth. Yep. And a lot of people died 40 to 50 from just innocuous things. And then every so often you had it like a Benjamin Franklin or someone that lived till they were 80 and things like that. And they're still fucking around like Benjamin right, Franklin. Right, because what is the so They didn't have an ED medication, but supposedly Benjamin Franklin was doing all sorts of shit in France. Well, when he, he was, was supposededly on a mission yeah. to secure funding for the American Revolution. Hit He's me. fucking around with these old socialites. Hit you know, me like one of your French girls. Or something like that. I mean, he was like... Uh, Rodney Dangerfield. I imagine I can. Rodney Dangerfield. He fathered children into the 70s, didn't Yeah, he? yeah. Rodney Dangerfield in old school with those. I, I think that was Benjamin Franklin. Taking taking baths. Will you view? Taking baths with women and stuff like that was White's home and stuff right, like that. Right, but it's like, you know, pit. I mean, yeah, and you French give birth to. You give birth to 12 kids because, you know, eight of them would die. Yeah, the mortality. And people rate. used to die. But I, did you that's know a downer. that the. Mortality rate is still the worst in the U.S. for newborns. Worst uh, compared to what? Gosh. It's not as high. Uh, it's it's we're I know we're in the twenties. We're not the worst. No, no. It's there's a hundred and there's over two hundred. Well, of course, I mean, not we're not the worst. Maybe Malawi not compared to all that stuff. Third but world out countries, of, but some of the first world countries, we're yeah. way down in the yes. list. We're way down. You're right. You're right. It's You're white. We we we. I'm white. I mean, I'm for supposedly white, a culture, <laughs> a culture that values the people that say they value uh, uh, unborn. Yeah. They don't really value the born. No. If they did, they would do something about it, right? Yeah. Feed your kids. Yeah. Feed how our about kids. how about discipline Feed them? Five year olds. No, but I mean, even their <laughs> kids when they show up at school, why can't you give them a meal if they don't get fed at home? I I'm gladly pay for that. I gladly pay for that. I gladly pay for kids uh, so they have warm clothes, they have food, and they have health care. I am glad. Why is that ever a battle? How is that a battle in the United States when a child isn't properly nourished? Whatever happened to it takes a village, you know? Well, I know, but you can't – Not some villages aren't capable of doing that. Right, but if we are – I mean that's what that's, that's why what that's why we took all our states and we formed a union. I'm not talking about this far, you know, these people worry about these progressive ideas that I have sometimes or whatever what's her name has and stuff like that. Just you know, take let's take care of all the kids, everyone that's born. Before you start worrying about the unborn, get all those all those kids and get take care of them. Show me you can take care of it. It's like a person that's I want to get married. Well, why don't you fucking get a houseplant first? See if you can take care of a houseplant. <laughs> then maybe we'll let you have a gerbil. Right. <laughs> or a hamster. You take care of the hamster? Let's see if you can nur nurture a partner. A partner. And then a child. Nurture a child. Yeah. You know? You did. I nurtured three Look of how them. how these guys are. I know. 
they're except they're for big, you smoking a cigarette. They're right big now. tough guys. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, what? Someone? They don't even know who you are right now. So. Except for Grandma, who's yeah. probably listening oh, right now. Oh no. Okay. So. I didn't say you that. He gave it up to it. You should say hi to Grandma. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Grandma. I Maple Leaf Canada. He he Maple Leaf Canada. Yeah. Yo, his girlfriend I lives in Canada. I know. He's What's he's her, na- her name is Sasha. Oh, she's French Canadian. She is not Russian. She is uh, Yugoslavian and. Wait, wait. Well, no, I'm sorry. Wait. Not no, Yugoslavian. She? She's no, Croat. She's Croat. No, she is. Serbian? Well, her her biological father Bosnian? is English. And her mother is, uh, I'm not Yugoslavian, Port- uh, Portuguese, Portuguese. How the hell do you get Yugoslavian out of I don't Portuguese? Know. You, dude, you really? Don't give me crap. You were, talk- <laughs> you were talking I know, about I had a problem going to Islamabad. I, <laughs> I'm sorry, referring back to the previous episode. Well, that was Islamabad thing <laughs> was my mom. I told her it was Isla Morada. Yeah. And I intentionally, okay, no. I intentionally told people it was, uh, it, it was you were talking about Samoas and Mongolians, so this is my one free one. <laughs> there were Mongolians, <laughs> but the wedding that they and the Mongolians were happy. The, every so often, you have a. Um, it, it's weird in the, in the in the wedding community that uh, we used to do quinceaneros and uh, quinceaneras, quinceaneras or whatever they call yeah, them. Yeah, when the girls turn fifteen. Quinceanero is for Quincenero. a guy. Well, they don't do that. Isn't it? No, they do quinceaneras. Okay, well, so had the, um, the Filipinos had really big ones too. Uh, I think it was though. I don't know if it was fifteen or sixteen for the Filipinos, and they used to get dressed up. It was like a, it was a prom communion thing rolled into one, and you used to have a big, thi- big thing. It was a, it was a Catholic bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah, bar mitzvah, and it was mainly the girls, I guess. It was their coming out. Yes, uh, and it, well, beautiful, that's like the beautiful. Uh, young girls, very polite. They were very nice. They're coming um, out. That yeah. means that they're going out into the courting world so that men can yeah, chase them for their dowries. Uh, <coughs> yes. I think they were somewhat... <laughs> no, I know. I think they were somewhat... <laughs> it was a big... It was a big... Um, compared to the... If you think more antiquity... It was moving towards it was pro it was progress forward because they were showing that she wasn't a, a child she became a woman yes therefore and, she's and, ready and to and birth their children they didn't have arranged arranged marriages or they or the death now the choice arranged marriage and stuff we talked about that on a previous one having arranged marriage but then again some people are really you see we've met a lot of people that didn't have arranged marriage and they hate each other. It's, it was for um, arranged marriages were for political and parliament, right? It was well, oh, let's they, marry know, this family economic, into this economic. Like, economic, yeah. you do it they, in in India. They had this thing to give it. I mean, they do this in a lot of cultures a dowry, and if they felt in India this was a it was if they felt that the bride was not sent with an adequate dowry in some villages. They would kill the bride. That's just terrible. It's a barbaric. That's terrible. It's, it's part of her necessity. It's not India. It's not Indian stuff. And I apologize to our listeners, Mumbai. Uh, we Japan, Ireland. We have a big resurgence in Ireland. Ireland. Boston. Uh, and Maybe you know it's what? Just because I think I'm, we my last name is Kelly. Killa. <laughs> and aren't you part Indian? 
I, mean, I am not Indian. No, oh I'm. Jeez, I'm just playing to it. You can lie. Uh, okay. Oh yes, I'm. I'm. I could from be from the, the subcontinent. I could from be. You speak a little. Um, you're from Hindu Kush. I yes. Okay. No, we just. <laughs> I think in my tw- what in my um, genealogical tree, I may be part Asian Indian. Really. I now that I look at I you a little know. closer, I can see I it. I can look at. I mean, there's. <laughs> They're the Caucasus, and where do Caucasians come from? Where the Caucasus? That's, that's true. Okay, yeah. so because you were talking about weddings, yeah, and because you're a bartender, this is the meme little thing that I sent you when you were on your way over, and it's it's cute because it says, "At a wedding party, somebody recently yelled, all married people, please stand next to the one person that has made your life worth living,' and the bartender was almost crushed to death." Oh, yep, <laughs> I know. I heard that one before. No, you hear that all the time. You get stuff like guys give a toast, and they go, I want to toast my wife for 25 years of wedded bliss. And the wife smacks, and he goes, we've been married 37 years. <laughs> Feels like, well. It happens like that. I mean, that's trite. You know, you go, when you always say your wife's a pain in the ass and stuff like that, the best part of my life is, is, is my family. Um, just recently, I'm going to go, and this is not an exciting story. It's not a funny story, um, but it's a real story. Okay, you tell while I get another beer. You get another. Oh, can you grab? I will. I'll grab, you know what? Do you, would you like a uh, an IPA instead of that? No, you know what? I'll take a regular beer. You want a Bud Light? Anything. Yes. Okay. I'll yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Two Bud Lights. Oh, thank yeah. you. Th- thank you. Um, I was at work and it was the middle of happy hour, and this is a real moment. I get a phone call. Abby's crying, and oh no, I didn't know she's crying. I pick up the phone. I see it's Abby. And thank you very much. Uh, Abby's crying, and uh, I, I was ready to say, I can't talk to you right now. I'll call you right back. And I hear she's crying. What's up? And I stand up, and I stop. And all my regulars, a uh, couple seasonals, they saw me speaking on the phone. They saw my demeanor change. Right. And said, um, this guy was in an accident. A car accident. This is. Uh, I heard about this. Yes. This yes. was. Yes. Two uh, days ago, right? Two days this was yesterday. Yesterday, okay. Yesterday, um, my daughter's coming home from ba- basketball practice. One of the fathers that um, he's really good at ba- um, uh, coaching basketball. Mm-hmm. He was taking, and they got in an accident, and we didn't know. But she got a call from Sky, and she heard about it, and she's crying, and she needed to get there. And th- she says, "I'm on my way. I'll call you back." And I'm ready to leave. And I told one of the girls I work with, right, and. Uh, I said my daughter was in a car accident, but she's not. You know, she's they, they know she's 12 years old. She knows she's not driving. So you can put two and two together. So I said, but I'm going to wait for a phone call, so I may have to leave right away. Could you pass it along? But she didn't hear that part. Ah. I seen him over there in the corner. I'm waiting on the phone. I can't. Other people yelling for drinks. I'm getting drinks. I'm, like, working on uh, what we call auto. Auto. Uh, autopilot. Autopilot. Right. Just getting in. I'm, like I'm sorry. I can't talk right now. And stuff like that. My mind someplace else. Of course. So I'm waiting. So finally, I go. Uh, I go, Kathy, come here. Come here, Kathy. Um, and Kathy comes over and says, and she goes, "Oh my God!" It turned out. I guess my coworker thought that I was going to wait for it, but she doesn't tell anybody. This happens, you know. You figure, you oh know, yeah. She doesn't tell anybody. She's over there silent, talking, having a regular. She just drops it from her mind that he said it. And I go, "Come on, you're a parent. Come on, just." <laughs> think that way when someone tells you something like that, hey jim's uh, keep an eye on jim his daughter was just in the car and he doesn't know what's going on 
right? That's right. what I was the natural thing for me. Absolutely. And I was there. Finally, I called Abby, and Abby's there. She, Abby's not crying, but Sky's crying. No. Because she's never been in an accident well, before. Scared. And it was uh, the, both the cars were totaled. Oh. The curtains, she was in a Tesla, and all the curtains, side curtains came down. Yeah. The bags. And uh, it, it turns out she's a little sore. It could be, uh, we don't know what's going on or anything like that. But she's crying. I said, bring her here. I got to see her, you know. It doesn't matter because I would leave and stuff. But I realized at the time, I'm thinking, well, should I have just left? And both left and left my thing. And they're saying this. And I didn't know. I should have I should have just left by then. But there would have been two cars going and stuff like that. And then we I, I, I don't know. And then they finally came. But the biggest relief was when I seen her come in. She's crying. And she's still crying. And I'm hug- I give her a hug and stuff like that. Yeah. Today, she's not crying. She played basketball. You know, there was a big blowout. Yep. Which, there was another thing about the thing. But I'll tell you, there's nothing like a reminder of how you feel about someone when you hear something that has happened. Of course. And it happened to me when, um, uh, years ago when I wasn't full-time in their lives. I was just with Abby. Right. And Abby was separated on her way to being divorced from her husband. Yep. When Sky broke her arm when she was out father and I couldn't go there because I've known Sky for two years when that happened. She was yeah. four years old and I'm thinking, what the hell? You know, I, I couldn't imagine. Nowadays I couldn't, I can't, I couldn't imagine I couldn't be there. When is she sick? I tell her when her father passed away, I call, the one time I took off from work do the thing I took, o- I took off from work. I said, I gotta, I gotta be with Sky and Abby because Sky's father passed away. Right. And, um, you know, and then it turned out, you know, I mean, that someone's on the... Oh, oh it's, it's just my husband putting... Sh- he's he redoing... He's a hard worker. Yes. He is. A fr- I, it, it makes me feel as if I want to sit down more. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I am tired. Uh, uh, folks, there was... You know, he. It, this I is mean, supposed to be a shed, but it looks more like a guest house. It he does look like a guest house. I think house. he's overdoing it a little bit, but, you I know. Think he, your son's doing it because he thinks he's going to put like a bunk in there or something. Like no, that. they're moving. They're moving. I back know they're to going up north. Uh, we're going to miss them. Yeah, I know I you're going to miss them. Ugh, yeah. that's going to be a tough one. Yeah, well, it's always <laughs> been. Hey, you know what? Doesn't hurt my family. I moved 1,400 miles away from the closest one. I live 1,800 miles away from my mom and my sister and my brother. <laughs> but uh, no, the little guys, the, the twins, you know, they'll be. It'll be tough with them gone. So my older son is a little bit more, yeah. he's a little less mommy needy, but these two are, I need a haircut. No, how do I pay my car payment? You know, there's a lot, mom, help me do my taxes. So, yeah. Well, listen, we're getting, ba- we're, we're in the back end. We are. We're in the ass end of this we episode. We are in the ass. We, we took it. We did. We took it in today. the ass. And, uh. And I really hope that Sky is, is feeling better. Oh, she well, she played basketball today. Oh, I know, like but still, it's so emotional. She's just she's a sweet uh, little you gal. know what I mean. That's the thing Very about kids. Nice if they don't kid. have to live, some kids live in traumatic experiences day to day. Yeah. Um, Sky, as long as you have relief. When when her father passed away, we ha- we took her to uh, uh, a counselor to deal with it. And we and and people think, well, why would you do that? And I said, you know what. When you lose a, t- an, uh, a parent when you're young, that you're really close with, and she had a great father. He loved her. He loved her. He was a 
she was the number one thing in his life. How old was she when he passed? She was um, seven. No. Yeah, and that was old enough. Yeah. Uh, you know, younger would have been. Um, she remembers and loves that, and he's a he was a wonderful man. Now we didn't uh, obviously get along, right? For for things, but I don't view that as a character flaw. I just view it as a thing. Uh, uh, oh, he just was one of the things that w- w- would be threatened by the fact that you were there. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but and you know now actually, I'm I'm friends with her, his best friend. I will compliment you though on this what? because every time that you know when like when Sky's on vacation or she doesn't have school for mm-hmm. you know a few days, whatever. And she rides her bike up to see you yeah. and go have lunch with you. And, you, you know, she always sits right by me because she's comfortable yes. with me. But I think that that is just cute because, mm-hmm. she, you know, she could be a, you know, lazy 12-year-old and lay around all day long. But she doesn't. She goes and steals her mom's bike because it's easier to get to. And then she drives. Yeah, she, she rides her bike. She has a better bike. Yeah, but she takes she her mom's bike. bike. But, you know, there's a thing about kids. They like, their t- they like to take their mom's stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. yeah, that's one. That, uh, I'm oh, staring right. at the one who stole my car. Oh, the <laughs> car? Okay. Hey, it's better than, it, it it's better than your underwear. <laughs> right? That's very true. Very true. Right? But that I think that, I think that Not that it wouldn't suck. Is you know what? If someone's comfortable with that, that's fine. This is, whatever you're into. Yeah. We're, we're supporting. Yeah, I'm, just, speaking, I'm, I'm talking about my friend Pat McGeehan. He likes that, too. Yeah, well, okay. Well, I'm Pat. Just I'm, 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 I'm just Pat, joking, um, Heather. I want to say hi to Heather. Hi, Heather. Hi, Heather. That's Pat's uh, girlfriend. She's oh. very supportive of the show. Oh, she and, is. And, and there, uh, we'll finish your thought. I apologize. For oh, that. I was just saying that I was complimenting you because I really think that Sky is a well-adjusted young lady, and it would be hard for a little girl to lose her dad at seven, but at least she has Do you. Do you know what? I, uh, and she uh, has it's you. Not, it's not their uh, – um, they're not my life. I am in their life, and and it, it worked for me. And obviously, look – I'm doing things that I didn't do before, and part of it's the support of my, uh, of Abby and Sky. Yeah. And um, kudos. There's, uh, there's things I, that some people wouldn't put up with. And but you know what? Do. You're there because you want to be, not because I love you, being there. because you, not because you have to be. It's a bad. Th- it, 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 and it, yeah, and I have friends. I. Th- this is why we have the relationships we have, right. and, and things like that. Uh, I want to thank our listeners uh, around the world. Uh, obviously, we're heavy in the Keys and Miami now and uh, Fort Lauderdale, uh, Key West. We're getting listeners. And thank you to Heather for understanding Heather. the underwear comment. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think Pat could fit in your underwear. Maybe not. Pat is not a huge man, but he is he's a man. He's and a man. Heather is a very fit, oh. attractive woman. I didn't get to meet her personally. I've seen her in the picture. She's a beautiful woman. Uh, and... Uh, w- but Pat and Pat comes from a, fa- a family of handsome people. Heather's not rela- uh, related to Pat, but just they're <laughs> they're together. I know uh, 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 they're not from Appalachia, and uh, we don't know. Not that Appalachia. Uh, 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 nothing. Family, there's anything wrong. I have family members from there's that area. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, there isn't. You know what? Second cousins. That's not. There's no proof that cousins, even cousins. It says the high potential of genetic abnormalities is the brothers and sisters. I, I'm, I'm just covering my ass on those things. You gotta uh, read and, all the, and, um, the history of the royals. And, then and, oh, oh, and, and Heather did mention that Pat wanted to do a show and uh, with us. And I'm thinking either Saturday day or Saturday night after my shift on a Saturday that night. That would be cool. We oh, could we Skype him up. in. Oh, we could go. Yeah. And we could do it maybe. We could do it from the back of the porch. Maybe if I get cut early. 
we could do a prompt one. I'll give him a call up, or yep. I'll probably have to preset it for him. Uh, but I think they mentioned early. But Saturday, you're you're on. I we're, um, I close at five on Saturdays as long five? as I don't get stuck there. Okay. Uh, well, if we do it during the day, I would just it would just be me and them. If it's afterwards, I'd ask you to come on for that. Uh, I think the late night one with you guys all liquored up would probably be the best one. I think it would be funny. Yeah. Or I you know he could just take a quick flight on down and enjoy some. Well, they weather. were here last year. They were all <laughs> down here, and we uh, we had a good old time. I'm amazed by people's recollection of what they think I am. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people come in and go, oh, you're famous, aren't you? I said, famous? Famous because a couple hundred people know me? <laughs> you don't understand how <laughs> fame works in the United States. There's 330 million of us. Yeah. And if you, <laughs> you're known by one millionth of them? But well, that doesn't make you. It, it does. It makes it a little closer to home when you live on a small island. Mm -hmm. Yeah, is, I can't happen. go to Publix. It's difficult to go do things without running into someone that knows knows me, has met me. I try to do or a quick one through. Or my husband, you, to, or Damon, you gotta choose or a basket or a cart, uh, right? Yeah. Because you gotta go in and out. I'm yeah. not, I'm not acting like a raid on Entebbe. <laughs> <laughs> with the Israeli commandos coming in and coming. I'm going in. I'm going to grab a bottle of wine, some cheese, and some tampons. You know, tampons are always the thing. Where, well, it's going to go when you're going out. You get slightly emasculating. So you got to get those tampons in there. You're going out. Like I'm going to go out and I'm meeting girls at the supermarket. I mean, go get some tampons. Who knows, though? You never know. Sports size. What is it? You know? <laughs> I don't fun. Well, listen, we're almost like we almost did two fifty minute episodes. Yeah, Once right? again, I want to reiterate, <laughs> thank the listeners uh, from all around the world: Katsushika, Japan, uh, Germany, Bremen, uh, from Dublin, Ireland, uh, from Belfast, uh, London, England, uh, out in uh, I think York, uh, England, uh, Sweden. I have Sweden. I think that uh, Sweden. I think my buddy Steve. He's a uh, a comedian and a teacher. Oh, fabulous! I think he's primarily. Those I don't know what he's going to do. Those orders there. Uh, I have uh, relatives in Poland. Uh, primarily, most of our listeners are in the United States, and uh, uh, forty percent in Florida, and then we have around the United States. Starting to get Boston. We want to hit New York City up. Figure New York out City. We got to get York. maybe uh, if we get someone. If you know someone in Brooklyn, we'll uh, we'll do a little Brooklyn. We could do some Brooklyn. Yeah, I think of the Beastie Boys. Yeah. That uh, you know that song, last. Last stop, stop. till Til Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I love that was a cool song. <laughs> um, I thought it was. Uh, I liked it. It's the coolest a white guy could get right. with the uh, rapping. Um, once again, uh, I want to thank Jenna Kelly. Say goodbye, Ooh, Jenna. Pronounced it right. This I time. said it right. Couple <gasps> beers. Yeah. <laughs> I got silver tongue <laughs> <laughs> right there. <laughs> I could I could pronounce them uh, when I was a Mater D. I could do the Polynesian uh, Polynesian Polyne and, and yeah. Mongolian. They were from Guam. They were from Guam. Oh, oh look at that! Guam. We were from They're Polynesian. Polynesian. No, no, that's Pol Guam is Polynesia. Yes, it's in the Pacific. You don't know Guam where Guam, Guam is? Uh, yes. That's all Polynesia. Okay. What do you think it is? <laughs> I think I'm just Guamese. You're going to say Guamese. <laughs> 
Because I thought you were gonna no. I thought you were gonna go back. No, no. A reason why they because in Guam, Guam is is an American protectorate administered. And a lot of them enter the government service. They work for the Navy and they work for the government. If and they come to the United States, a, lo a lot of them. If and anyone. I pronounced, and there was their, their traditional dance uh, is the Tawalunga. The, the warrior Tawalunga. dance, right? No, you're thinking of Maori one or something like that. Really? No, this was a kind of romantic and stuff like that. So. Oh, no, it was a warrior dance. Yes. Holy shit. Yeah, Goodness. when they started doing so the When they do the stomp and they scream, they're like, Are you sure you think of Maori? New Zealand and stuff like that. Well, that was. I don't know. Polynesian I think ones. they did it. You saw Invictus. Yes. That Matt Damon movie. Right. They were New Zealand. You got oh. a Maori. God. That was good. That was good. I like that. That's the kind of shit I do sometimes. <laughs> hey, isn't it that? No, Chinese, not Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> You're culturally insensitive. Oh my gosh. You white devil. If you're going to do the warrior dance or you're from Guam, please give us a positive review. Oh, no, wait. We don't iTunes. have any listeners in Guam yet. We might. You know what? Maybe I will direct the whole thing from Guam. I would have to. I'm going to hit a personal one. We're going to go to two topics from every region that has listened to us. And we'll pick one. I'll Google it. And when it comes up, we'll talk about it. And we won't do it culturally insensitive by like ripping on them and stuff like that. Well, we'll do something where it is, and we'll try so to relate weird. it to we'll relate it to the United States. Yeah. And we need those iTunes reviews. Once we again, the more reviews you get, the more resources we can put into this. Uh, we're not looking right now for you to put in Patreon money, send us money, and stuff like that. All we need is a review. Just give a us review. a review. We'll get exposed. Let us expose ourselves, like we, Bezos. We like Bezos exposed <laughs> Packer. From <laughs> the National Enquirer, right? Yes, we and will Packer expose the, ourselves the if you leave us iTunes publisher reviews. of the National Enquirer, and he, he blackmailed Bezos to show Bezos' dick pics. Oh and yes, said, and he said, uh, let's "Go and ahead and post like it." This. And he told, and he told, he slammed Packer down. Yeah, he was like, "Boom, post it." You post it, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Post, well, listen. Post those reviews. Yes, we're gonna hit the hit the music here. Let's see how it works out. Okay. Goodbye and join us again. We'll be next week. We'll be doing episodes one forty nine and one fifty. Good night. <laughs>